Tuesday, April 25th, 2017 here on the Page of D podcast. On this episode, we do a full breakdown of the Mike Gillisley deal and talk about what his role is going to be for the Patriots. But the big feature, we do our Patriots beat mock draft. We will do picks 1 to 32 with the assumption the Pats will get 32 back. So all that and more on this episode of the Patriots beat podcast. This is Larry H. Russell speaking on behalf of the network, thanking you once again for downloading the Patriots Beat podcast here on CLNS Radio, the leading online provider of audio-video coverage for New England professional sports. Download the free CLNS Radio mobile app for your iPhone or Android for immediate and convenient access to all the content available on the CLNS Radio YouTube channel, podcasting network, and clnsradio.com. Now, on to another edition of Patriots Beat. Take it away, Harris. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Patriot B Podcast. I'm your host, Harris Rubenstein. Very happy to be with you on this beautiful Tuesday. Don't forget to find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash CLNS fans. And go find us on Twitter at CLNS Radio. And you can go find me on Twitter at CLNS underscore sports team. Oh, man, this is awesome. This is the most exciting time of the year, unless you come back from 28 to 3 down to the Super Bowl. This is the most exciting time of the year. The NFL Draft is right around the corner. We are going to do a full 32 mock draft from 1 to the Browns to 32 with the New England Patriots with the assumption they trade for the pick. So welcome, everyone, to the NFL Mock Draft version of the Patriots Beat Podcast. My 1 through 32 will not... Uh, represent my uh, my one my top 100 players, but uh, we'll uh, we'll definitely try to keep you guys as up to loop and who these excuse me up to date as to who these guys are and what their skill sets will be in the NFL. So also good uh, good news for the Patriots today. Obviously, we're recording this on Monday before Tuesday. Uh, Mike Gillisley is now officially on the New England Patriots. We. Uh, we now know that the Bills are not going to match his contract. Therefore, he is now officially signed a uh, officially will sign his two year sixty four million six point four million dollar contract with the Patriots. Obviously, not sixty four million dollars. But fun fact: the New England Patriots signed the number one and number two running backs for the Football Outsiders DVOA ratings. So basically what the DVO ratings are, they're efficiency ratings for how efficient is a running back per carries, per the amount of yards he gets, big plays, broken tackles, just kind of a whole amalgamation of it. Who are the more efficient running? Not who's the best running back in football, not who the best are, the most efficient with a minimum of 70 carries. So, for instance, obviously someone like a Rex Burkhead and Mike Gillisley might be higher because they have less carries. However, if over 100 carries, they are still number one or number two. That does mean they are an incredibly efficient player. So nice to see where exactly the Patriots are going to to target running backs. I think Mike Gillisley is a really good addition. Uh, again, he's basically going to take over for LeGarrette Blunt. LeGarrette Blunt is gone. I talked about that last episode. He's gone. He might get picked up by the Bucks again or by the Giants or something. Certainly not the Saints because apparently they're signing Adrian Peterson, which is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. So we'll see what happens over the next couple of weeks with LeGarrette Blount. We'll obviously keep you guys up to date. I know he is still uh, one of the uh, – you know, he still is a, a very large uh, fan base on the uh, for on, on the New England Patriots fan sites and the Reddits. Everyone is still a really big fan. Of LeGarrette Blunt. So, 
We're going to move on right now because I've just I've been waiting so so long to do this. It is finally time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome drum roll. Welcome to the Patriots beat. Mock draft. So we're going to go 1 to 32, Browns at 1, all the way down to the assumption that the New England Patriots are somehow going to get pick number 32 back, whether that's Jimmy Garoppolo, whether that's a bunch of other draft picks, whether that's Malcolm Butler. Who really knows? The reports right now are that Garoppolo and Butler are both going to be staying. We have no idea what's going to happen with them. We're just going to play it by ear and assume that the Patriots get 32 because. I don't know. I want, the, I, want to, I want to draft a player for the Patriots, so leave me alone. <laughs> so first things first, let's get this draft started off the right way, the only way that it should really go. Number one overall, going to be Miles Garrett, defensive end from Texas A&M. I think this guy has a lot of holes in his game. However, if you're looking for a generational prospect to take a number one, you take this guy. He's incredibly raw. He's unbelievably athletic. He's unbelievably efficient. I think this is easily the best player in the draft, and I think he is fully, full, fully worthy of going number one overall, despite whatever crap. Uh, Warren Sapp wants to say about literally anyone. Whenever Warren Sapp's, Warren Sapp insults anyone, I instantly think the exact opposite. So thank you, Warren Sapp, for letting us all know that Miles Garrett is going to be a very good NFL player. Now, number two, there have been a lot of rumors about what they might go, uh, what they might go through at number two, uh, whether they might go Leonard Fournette, whether they take Mitch Trubinsky, the quarterback from North Carolina. However, I am going to select for number two, Solomon Thomas, the D-end out of Stanford. I think this guy is going to be perfect for what the uh, 49ers are trying to do on defense. All of a sudden, you have DeForest Buckner and you have... Solomon Thomas is your DNs with uh, Aaron Armstead on on Eric Armstead on the inside. I think it's a a perfect combo for the kind of defense they run. So number two goes to Solomon Thomas. Number three, the Chicago Bears. A lot of different directions that they could go uh, go with at three. They could go Marshawn Lattimore, the corner out of Ohio State. We could see Jamal Adams, the safety out of LSU. We could see Jonathan Allen, the ridiculous D end coming out of uh, coming out of Alabama. However, uh, I'm going to pick one of those. Three. I don't know why I said. However, I am going to have the Bears taking Jamal. Adams, Jamal Adams, the safety out of LSU. This is this guy is the modern day safety in the NFL. Guy can play in the box. Guy can cover bigger tight ends. He, without a question, is what you are looking for out of the modern day safety position. He's way different than his safety counterpart Malik Hooker, but I think that is actually for the better. I think he is an incredibly talented safety, and I think he is fully worthy of number three. And I think the Bears will be very happy to finally, after all these stupid years to get a safety for the back end of their defense. Now, number four to the Jacksonville Jaguars. This one's really funny because I love the Jaguars. They're they're just one of my favorite teams to cover, or not to cover, excuse me, to follow, Uh, especially the uh, guys over there, Big Cat Country for uh, SB Nation. They always crack me up on Twitter. So uh, I'm actually going to give the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, Leonard Fournette, the running back out of LSU. I really do think he is worth number four. And if you're the Jacksonville Jaguars, that's really what you need right now is just a game changer on offense. And I think that's what Leonard Fournette is. You do not need another wide receiver. Good God, do they not need another wide receiver. So I think number two or number four, excuse me, uh, is a great place for Leonard Fournette. So. Now that we have gone past the top four, let me just make things very, let me just make it very, very clear. The last five to 32 picks are completely up in the air. I personally think that one to four is pretty set in stone. I think Garrett, uh, Garrett Thomas 
Adams for net is probably what the top four is going to be. So now you have an incredible talent of elite players coming out and have no idea where they are going to actually go. So this one's going to be pretty tough to decipher. So let's start with number five with the Tennessee Titans. So this one's difficult. They need a wide receiver, they need a corner, and they need a safety. Their options are Marshawn Lattimore, Mike Williams, Corey Davis, John Ross, um, Malik Hooker is another guy, safety out of Ohio State, who I think could really go there. So I am going to have the Tennessee Titans select. We're going to go with a little Mike Williams action. I think they need a wide receiver to match up with uh, they, that they need to match up with Marcus Mariota. I think Mike Williams is a guy. I personally think that if Corey Davis was fully healthy, he is better. However, he is dealing with a shoulder surgery and ankle surgery coming into the draft. So it's difficult to really predict how what NFL teams think of him right now. So they go with the safe pick. Take Mike Williams. Get that huge, big body guy. Uh, we've had a couple guys on the podcast come on and compare him to A.J. Green. So you put A.J. Green with Marcus Mariota, and you're going to have some pretty good results. So Mike Williams, number five to the Tennessee Titans. All right, moving on to the ever-despised New York Jets, and I think that this is a pretty easy pick. I'm going to give them Marshawn Lattimore, the cornerback out of Ohio State. Boy, oh boy, does that secondary need some help, and I think Marshawn Lattimore is the perfect guy to slide in there at that number one corner slot. I'm sorry... Uh, I am very, very sorry, Patriots fans, but Marshawn Lattimore is a very, very good player and definitely one that the Patriots are going to need to keep an eye out for for his entire career. This is going to be a really good corner in the NFL. So moving on to number seven to the San Diego Chargers. And boy, oh boy, are the San Diego Chargers pumping their fist because they get the exact guy that they wanted. Jonathan Allen, the D-end out of Alabama, drops the number seven to the San Diego Chargers. They match up last year's I believe he was the defensive rookie of the year. Matches him up, uh, Joey Bosa, with Jonathan Allen to give them a fearsome defensive line sitting in front of a very good secondary uh, with uh, Jason Verrett and Brandon Flowers, who I believe is still there, along with uh, a couple of – and Casey Hayward, who I believe led the NFL interceptions last year, and sit him in front of Denzel Perryman, who's had a pretty good couple of years in, uh, throughout, the, uh, throughout his first couple of years in football. So – very good pick for the San Diego Chargers getting Jonathan Allen, one of the best defensive linemen to come out in college uh, for the past couple of years. Alabama product, so unbelievably talented. Uh, not as good as Leonard Williams, if you ask me, but still a guy who can definitely be an absolute game changer, elite defensive uh, line prospect that the Chargers are getting here. Now we sit at number eight to the Carolina Panthers. This one's a little bit more difficult. I'm not really sure which way to go with this one, just because they're so. There's, I just the the Panthers are a really confusing team because they really don't need a running back, which is what you know everyone was talking about them with Fournette. They don't really need a tight end either because of uh, uh, Greg Olson, but they do need someone on offense. I'm actually going to give them Christian McCaffrey. I think Christian McCaffrey is a really good fit for what they're trying to do. Not because he can also run the ball out of the backfield as a good um, mix-up with uh, excuse me with Jonathan Stewart, but I think he's a really good combination in the, play, in the terms that he can play the slot receiver position very, very well, and I really think that that's what Cam Newton needs. He needs a dump-off guy. He needs, he needs a Wes Walker. He needs a Julian Edelman. He needs a Blankey. He needs someone that he can throw to and that he trusts. And I think that Christian McCaffrey is going to be that guy. All right, now to number 10. So 
This one's a little bit difficult because this this is where uh, excuse me this is the Cincinnati Bengals and it gets a little bit tricky here because what do the Bengals need? The Bengals need defense. So I really don't believe in this whole craziness about his drug test and that he's a bad guy. I am going to give the Cincinnati Bengals and I think you guys will like this Ruben. Foster. Ruben Foster is going to go number nine. I still think he goes in the top 10 just because he's so talented. I really do think that he's the best linebacker in this draft. I think it's silly, 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 silly that the, um, I think, I I think it's crazy that people think he's going to drop out of the top 10. The Bengals are a good fit for him. Um, I, you know, that you might say like, oh, he's going to have a lot of bad guys around. I, I, I think I think uh, that's going to be a good place for him. I think Cincinnati Bengals at nine is a uh, a decent fall for him. All right, moving on to number ten, your Buffalo Bills. Well, you guys are going to love this one. You guys are going to absolutely love this one. I think we'll get a couple chuckles, but hey, no laughing. The Buffalo Bills at ten select Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson goes number ten. To the Buffalo Bills, I know, I know, I know, I know. Harris, you're a crazy person. Harris, what are you doing? Harris, you have no idea what football is. Why are you giving them a quarterback? Well, I believe that's what they really, truly need. I think that Tyrod Taylor is on his way out. I think that they picked up his player option. Boy, oh boy, you take, mm, you draft Sean Watson, and Tyrod Taylor instantly becomes one of the best trade chips in all of football Maybe to the Browns, maybe to the Bears, maybe to whatever team, maybe even the 49ers, whatever team needs a quarterback, I think a perfect slot is there for, uh, I think a perfect slot is there for number 10 for Deshaun Watson. All right, on to number 11, the should have been New England Patriots pick, who's not actually a, um, a New England Patriots pick. This one's pretty interesting. Uh, the The Saints need a lot. They need corners. They need defense. They need everything. So I'm going to give them the next best corner on my board, and that is going to be Garyon Conley. I think Garyon Conley is a very the other half of the ridiculous uh, cornerback combo coming out of Ohio State. Obviously, along with Marshawn Lattimore, Conley is a perfect fit for what they're looking to do. Press cover corner uh, matches up really well with Delvin Bro. On the other side, guy can do really whatever you need him to on the outside. I think Garon Conley is a very safe pick at number 11 and a pick that the New Orleans Saints should be pretty happy about. All right, moving on, number 12. Number 12, oh boy, this one's going to be really fun. You ready for this one, ladies and gentlemen? Number 12, the Cleveland Browns select Mitch Trubisky and the Patriots' top trade target for Jimmy Garoppolo is now gone. Mitch Trubisky, the Cleveland boy. Well, Mitchell Trubisky wants to be on the Browns so badly and the Browns hand the franchise to him on a silver platter and say, go save us, Mr. Cleveland. Be the Browns version of LeBron James. I really personally don't like Mitchell Trubinsky, but I person, but I also think that if you're the Browns and he's sitting there for you at 12, that's definitely who you take. So, number 13, the Arizona Cardinals. And boy, oh boy, do the Arizona Cardinals need a wide receiver. I was initially going to have them taking Patrick Mahomes. However, I do think that they trade towards uh, into the end of the first round. Obviously, I'm not doing trades besides the Patriots getting 32. But I do predict right here now that the Cardinals are going to trade up to take Mahomes sometime in the first round. But for now, for the sake of this mock draft, we're going to ignore that. We're going to ignore that. And number 13... 
to the Arizona Cardinals goes Corey Davis, the wide receiver out of Western Michigan. They need someone to replace Larry Fitzgerald. Go out and get the guy whose college career is so similar to his. Very similar tools coming out. Just an unstoppable force of nature in college last year. Easily the best wide receiver in college football last year. I don't think that's an argument. I know Mike Williams was good, but I take Corey Davis any day of the week. I think that's a perfect, perfect fit for what they're trying to do on offense. Corey Davis to the Arizona Cardinals is probably one of the best picks that you could possibly have in the draft for them. All right, number 14. The Philadelphia Eagles, I think they also go offense, and I think we go back-to-back wide receivers here. I think John Ross, wide receiver to Washington, is a perfect guy that they need to spread the field and replace Deshaun Jackson. You know, you have Nelson Aguilar, who's bad. Jordan Matthews is way better as a slot receiver. Zach Ertz hasn't taken off like they hope, but they have the big arm of Carson Wentz, and I think that John Ross is the perfect guy to fill in that role. That Oh, not Deshaun Jackson. What am I talking about? Deshaun Jackson was on the, the Redskins last year. I'm crazy. The past four years, crazy, crazy stuff. No, John Ross, I still think will be the perfect guy for that offense. They need someone who can stretch the field. I think John Ross is that guy. All right. Number 15, the Indianapolis Colts. This is a fun one. We have a couple of choices here. Definitely need to go defense. I definitely think defensive ends. So who are our top defensive ends on the board? This is crazy that Malik Hooker is falling this far. I just have no idea where, who, who's going to draft Malik Hooker. I mean, oh, it's, it's such a, such a challenge. We'll, um. We'll definitely see, though. I believe, uh, whose mock draft was it? Yeah, someone in mock draft has him falling all the way to 22, and that's definitely something I could see and something I'm kind of projecting right here. But the Indianapolis Colts are in need a DN. Derek Barnett from Tennessee is still on the board. Takaris McKinley is still on the board. Charles Harris is still on the board. Malik McDowell is still on the board. It's a little high for him. So we're going to go with Takaris McKinley going 15 to the Colts. I think this guy is, we'll, we'll see. He's very raw, but I think that Jabal Sheard is actually a pretty good pro comp to what this guy is going to be. Can play off the ball, can play on the line, can rush the passer and drop into zone. I think Takaris McKinley is a very good pick for the Indianapolis Colts if they choose to go D-end. I think that is a, a, a pretty solid fit. So now we sit this is an interesting pick. Now we sit at 16 with the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens, excuse the voice crack. I, um, I'm losing my voice a little bit. Mm. They need offense. And this pains me. This pains me so dearly. But a perfect pick. A oh, perfect pick for the Baltimore Ravens at 16. O.J. Howard, the best tight end prospect to come out of college, arguably since Rob Gronkowski, even though Rob Gronkowski wasn't that crazy of a uh, prospect. Fun fact. No, but O.J. Howard is the perfect pick. There isn't really another way to go. They need offense. They need a guy to replace Dennis Pitta, and I think that O.J. Howard is the perfect pick for what they're looking for. The top three wide receivers in the draft are completely off the board, being Mike Williams, John Ross, and Corey Davis. So they need offense, and I think O.J. Howard is the guy that they turn to. Okay, number 17 to the Washington Redskins. Again, a very easy pick. They're going to take Hassan Reddick off the board. Hassan Reddick, an inside line backer, outside linebacker, combo, elephant, Leo position, whatever you want to call him. He is a perfect fit for what the Redskins are trying to do on defense. They need playmakers and they need talent. And the perfect pick for them at 17 has to be Hassan Reddick. All right, moving on to the, uh, what we call the, excuse me, the Tennessee Titans at 18. 
and they are jumping up and down. They cannot believe their luck. This is where he comes off the board. Malik Hooker goes 18 to the Tennessee Titans. Exactly what they need. They need a playmaker in the secondary. Malik uh, Hooker is exactly that guy. Play center field. Uh, ironically, uh, very similar to the guy, the brother of the man that they just cut, Devin McCourty. Very similar player to that, that center field kind of role. I think he is a perfect fit for the Tennessee Titans, but we're going to make one more pick, and then we're going to take a quick break. Actually, no, no, we're going to take a quick break. I've been talking for 20 straight minutes. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to do the last half of the draft, and then we'll break down a couple more Patriots cues, so we'll be right back. It's a new year, which means a fresh start for your business, and a great year starts with making great hires. But posting your job in one place isn't enough to find quality candidates. If you want to find the perfect hire, you just need to post your job on all the top job sites, and now you can. With ZipRecruiter, you can jumpstart your hiring in 2017, post your job to 200-plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. No juggling emails or calls to your office. Quickly screen candidates, rate them, and hire the right person fast. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 1 million businesses. And right now, my listeners can post job on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash sportsfan. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash sportsfan. So one more time... Try it for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash S-P-O-R-T-S-F-A-N. All right, team. Welcome back to the Patriots Beat Mock Draft. I believe I left off with the Tennessee Titans freaking out because they were just able to pick up Malik Hooker at 18. So now we stand at 19 with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So... Uh, it's a kind of a tough one here. Uh, do I put him in the first round? Yes, I do. All right. The <laughs> the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to take Dalvin Cook. They take Jameis Winston's old buddy. I know he's a problem, um, but I think that keeping and I keep think that keeping him in Florida is a really really bad idea. But I think if you're the Buccaneers, you got to take this guy. There's a huge hole at the running back position. I Doug Martin just hasn't worked out. He's out the door. Uh, they're not going to take a tackle, and I think Dalvin Cook is way too talented to let up here. So good pick for the Denver, or excuse me for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers picking up Dalvin Cook. All right, next one we have Ryan. Excuse me, not right, man. I'm sick. I know. I, I kind of gave away my pick there. Here are the Denver Broncos, and as you can probably guess, they're going to take Ryan Ramsick. Sick, shinimi, I don't know how to say his last name. Ryan Ramsick. He's the top offensive tackle out of Wisconsin. They need an offensive tackle. He's the number one guy. This is a pretty easy pick. Denver Broncos get the biggest position need they have on the whole roster. Next one, the Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions are looking for linebackers. But there just aren't a ton on the board. So what do the Detroit Lions do? The Detroit Lions reach really far. And they take a linebacker named Jared Davis. Jared Davis out of Florida. I thought Jared Davis was actually going to go to the Oakland Raiders. But unfortunately, the Detroit Lions pluck him right out of their shoes. 
and take one of the probably one of the better underrated players in this entire draft. Jared Davis, very good off the ball linebacker, is just tackles everything in sight. He's incredibly fast, very good in a phone booth. I think he's going to be a high quality pick for the Detroit Lions, who desperately, desperately need a linebacker. So we go to the Miami Dolphins, and I think this is actually a pretty easy pick for them. I think they pluck out. Derek Barnett, the defensive end out of Tennessee. I think he's a good pick for them. They need more uh, pass rush. Uh, Cameron Wake is getting up there in age. Mario Williams really didn't look, uh, didn't, really didn't pan out for them. And I think that Derek Barnett is a guy who had incredible production in college, over 23 sacks in the SEC, which is outrageous considering the uh, amount of talent he used to go up against. So Derek Barnett to 22. I think is a pretty good pick for them. So we go to 23, and this this is a fun pick. This is the uh, <laughs> this is the New York Football Giants, and the New York Football Giants are going to take one of my favorite players in this entire draft. They're going to go with Forrest Lamp, an offensive tackle out of Western Kentucky. I just I just love Forrest Lamp. Um, Jack Ross, you guys know, is also a huge Giants fan. He's also a big Western Kentucky fan. So I'll make that pick for him. I'm going to give uh, give the New York Giants Forrest Lamp at 23. So now to 24 with the Oakland Raiders. The Oakland Raiders are going to make a little bit of an interesting pick here. I think they would love to have a corner here. I think they'd also love to have a linebacker. I don't think there are any linebackers currently left on the board that are good enough for them to take. So I think that they're going to go with the best player available if that's still really a thing. I think they're going to take Marlon Humphrey, the cornerback out of Alabama. I just think he's a very safe pick for what they're looking for. They... Their corner town's pretty good. I believe DJ Hayden is out the door. He was a big bust. Sean Smith last year, or yeah, I believe, is just is bad. So I think that a cornerback for them is a really good pick. And I think that Marlon Humphrey is easily the best one left on the board. So now we look. Oh, man, this one's fun. Now we sit at 25 to the Houston Texans. So if you're the Houston Texans, what are you looking for? You're looking for a quarterback. You're looking for maybe an offensive lineman. You're looking for someone... Maybe who can bring you a even higher playoff berth next year, but that's not going to come in the first round. They're actually going to take an offensive lineman here, and I believe they're going to take the next best one off the board, and that is Garrett Bowles. Garrett Bowles is a tackle excuse me, with a swallow out of Utah. I think they just need talent in the offensive line. I think that he's a very good fit for what they're looking to do. Nothing too crazy for the Houston Texans this year. Had some rumors that they were looking at Patrick Mahomes, but they end up letting him slide. So now we go to the Seattle Seahawks. And boy, oh boy, do the Seattle Seahawks need a corner. And they're just going to look right down the street to Washington and take Kevin King. I think Kevin King is a perfect corner for them. They need a guy opposite Richard Sherman. Kevin King is the guy for them. Oh boy, this one's going to be fun. The Kansas City Chiefs at 27. What do we do with the Kansas City Chiefs at 27? With the Kansas City Chiefs at 27, we give them Patrick Mahomes, quarterback at the Texas Tech. They give they select uh, Alex Smith's eventual replacement a year or two down the line. Let Mahomes learn the Bruce Arians offense. Let him thrive with his new best friend, Corey Davis. Or excuse me, not Corey Davis. I would totally think of the Arizona Cardinals again. Excuse me. Let him thrive with Tyreek Hill. Let him thrive with Travis Kelsey and Paul push that terrible, totally average quarterback, Alex Smith, out the door. Great pick if you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan getting Patrick Mahomes. What a talent and what a player. Next one is the Dallas Cowboys. And boy, do the Dallas Cowboys need talent at the defensive position, uh, the defensive line position, excuse me. So I think this is actually a pretty easy pick. 
I'm going to give them Charles Harris, defensive end out of Missouri. They simply need pass rush. They need guys who can sack the quarterback. Uh, you could argue for a corner here. However, I think this corner class is deep enough that they can wait a couple of rounds to take a corner and still get a pretty good one. It just, it just keeps going, the amount of guys that they could pick here. So I think uh, that is a quality pick for them. Charles Harris, an outside linebacker, DN out of Missouri. Now we sit at the... Green Bay Packers, and the Green Bay Packers most certainly need a cornerback if you watched any of their playoff games. So, I didn't really know which way to go with this one. This one's a little bit difficult. However, I'm going to go with Tredavious White. I think Tredavious White is a, it's kind of a mystery. Cornerback out of LSU, incredibly athletic, incredibly strong. But I think a guy that is still a project at the cornerback position. But I think that Green Bay should be a good place for him to learn the position and grow up on a very mature team. Joining HaHa Clint Dix. And a couple other guys that they've taken out of SEC colleges over the past couple years. So I'm going to give them, uh, excuse me, I am going to give them Tredavious White with a pretty good pick at 29. All right, moving on to pick 30. What do the Pittsburgh Steelers do at 30? And this is actually a pretty easy one. I'm going to give them David Njoku, the tight end out of Miami. I think this is actually a really good pick for what they're looking for. They need another playmaker on the offensive side of the ball. We don't know what's going to happen with Martavis Bryant. We, you know, Antonio Brown, apparently he's not going to get shipped out of the, off the team. And then, uh, excuse me, obviously not. He just got given a huge new contract. And then Le'Veon Bell, obviously, the, the, the offense showed what happened when Le'Veon Bell was out last year, and it just completely stalled. So I'm going to give them David Joku. I think he's a great asset at the tight end position. They need another guy on the, on the offensive side of the ball. And I think if they're going to look defense, I think they can wait a couple of rounds and take the uh, high value of David Njoku. So moving on to the poor, poor Atlanta Falcons coming off their tragic, tragic 20-3 explosion of a loss in the Super Bowl to the New England Patriots. They could go a lot of different ways here. They could go take a little pass rush. They could take, um, take an offensive lineman just for just to have on the side. It's never a bad idea to have as many offensive linemen as you can get. So I'm going to go... Hmm, it's actually it's a pretty tough pick. I'm actually going to give them a defensive end here. I'm going to give them Taco Charlton out of Michigan. I think this is a guy who can come in, impact. Uh, I think he'll be a pretty good pass rusher. I don't think he's going to be anything too special in the NFL. But at 31, he can definitely supply a good amount of pass rush and a good amount of sacks that I think the, the Falcons will definitely need this year. I love what their defensive line is going to look like with this guy on it. So definitely 31, the Atlanta Falcons take Char- uh, Excuse me, Taco Carlson. Charlton, geez. So, number 32, originally the New Orleans Saints. Uh, Apparently, the Patriots have traded Malcolm Butler to the Saints along with Jimmy Garoppolo for the next 20 million Saints drafts. Yes, all of the first-round picks. I don't really care. I want to draft someone for the New England Patriots. And at 32, the Patriots look on their board and they say, what do we need? If we trade away Malcolm Butler, we certainly need a corner. But I, I certainly think that that is actually the way they might be going. However... Oh man, I, I you know this is such a tough pick because I know I know if I take uh, Jabril Peppers, people are gonna roast me. They're absolutely gonna grill me. But he, he he'd be such a good fit for what they look to do on defense. Oh, man. All right, doing the. 
I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to take him. The New England Patriots to take to real peppers. Why not? He, he's a guy who his entire collegiate career was, he was the Patrick Chung position. He was a guy who could play in the box, could play linebacker and also play safety. He's incredibly athletic and he's just the kind of guy that the Patriots need on their defense to back up Devin McCourty and Deron Harmon. Patrick Chung did not have a good year last year and they need to find his replacement very quickly. Instead of drafting a linebacker to fill in the spot next to Donta Hightower, just draft your Bill Peppers. It's done. Yay. They did it. They drafted a linebacker. Take your Bill Peppers. He's, he's probably the best guy for what he does in this draft. And I think he'd be a perfect fit for the New England Patriots. So, that has been the New England, excuse me, that has been the Patriots beat mock draft. If you guys enjoyed my mock draft, please give me a couple notes. Remember, you can find me on Twitter at CLNS underscore sports But for now, we're going to take one more quick break. And when we come back, we'll send you guys home with a couple of draft updates, or excuse me, a couple of uh, Patriots beat updates and what we're going to be doing post draft. So some pretty, pretty exciting stuff. That's going to do it for me. I'll be right back. Not all ingredients are created equal. Fresh, high-quality ingredients make a real difference, so it's important to know where your food comes from. I know that me personally, when I was living in a college dorm, I used Blue Apron in order to get my fresh ingredients so that me and my roommate Jack could cook up some nice meals, maybe some fresh steaks, maybe some good chili, some quality stuff. And it's also a very fun holiday gift, so maybe for a nice Valentine's Day gift or a nice birthday gift coming up, I would give it to, I wouldn't give it to a girlfriend, obviously Blue Apron would be a little rough, but give it to a family member, maybe they can get some high quality ingredients in their life. For less than $10 per meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. Blue Apron knows that when you cook with incredible ingredients, you make incredible meals, so they set the highest quality standards for their community of artisanal suppliers, family-run farms, fisheries, and ranchers, whether it's Japanese ramen noodles, wild-caught Alaskan salmon, or heirloom tomatoes, Blue Apron is bringing you the best. So check out this week's menu. Get your first three meals free with free shipping. Go to blueapron.com slash patriots. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash patriots. Blue Apron a better way to cook. All right, team, that's going to do it for this week's Page B podcast. Please remember to give us a rating and review on iTunes and Stitcher. You can find me on Twitter at CLNS underscore sports theme. Please let me know what you thought of my mock draft. We will be doing a lot of post-draft stuff right after the draft on, I believe it ends on Saturday, so remember to stay tuned at the CLNS Patriots Beat Facebook page and our Twitter account to check out what we're doing. We might do a big CLNS post-draft show, so that will be a lot of fun, but definitely keep track of me on Twitter. I'll be live-tweeting the entire NFL draft along with my personal analysis, so definitely listen to that, and hope you guys enjoy the draft this week, and we'll see you guys on Friday.